Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray Herself podcast. As always, thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoy the episode, don't forget to take a screenshot or an aesthetic pic or boomerang of you listening and post it on your story and tag me so I can see who enjoys I love seeing y'all's aesthetics, etc. Shout out to, I need to start like shouting y'all out. Um, what's her name? Shout out to Gabby who posted starting off Monday vibes with the podcast. Um, it just means a lot to me. I love seeing who listens and I love seeing y'all's aesthetics. Like we just love an aesthetic. So how are y'all doing? How's the week? How's Aries season? If you listened to the last episode, we talked about Aries season. So listen to that if you want the full tea. But basically, this is a start of a new cycle. Aries is the first um, sign in astrology. So it's like, you know, spring equinox. It's officially spring um, if you're in the northern hemisphere. And it's just that start of like newness new beginnings fresh soil fresh plants my plant is still flowering if you guys have been seeing my if you're watching the video you can see if you've been seeing my stories about that (laughs) of a plant update um and i'm just like very excited it's like finally bitch and i posted a tweet today that was like um this is the vibes you know everyone wants or kind of expects on january 1st but And it's, like, literally what I said, and that was before I even really, like, fully put the two things together, but just that idea of, like, you know, New Year's, like, January 1st, we're still in winter. Like, yeah, I can motivate myself and, you know, have some New Year's, New Year, New Me vibes and whatnot, but, like, it's really spring where it actually feels like the year starts. Like, I said this before, probably in a past episode, but... Um, the end or the beginning of the calendar year just kind of feels like wrapping up the past year to me, like always does. So let me know if you relate. Let me know your thoughts on Aries. Are you an Aries? How does it feel? Happy Aries season, y'all. Um, and yeah, I'm just like so excited for this new, literal new year, new me vibe, like finally an actual, (laughs) um, beverage check. Comment your beverages down below. Today we have a new beverage. Um, I Instacarted from Sprouts today, and I saw this Sprouts brand, Probiotic Sparkling Water. It's strawberry passion fruit, so that's the main thing that enticed me, Um, but it's pretty good. It's not, it's definitely not like a kombucha. It's very like, it's like a sweet, but not as sweet as like a soda, but like just a little bit more than a sparkling water. So she's cute. And then we also have water and a peppermint tea with a good mood drops. This is my second cup today. I'm going to be honest, y'all. I'm still a little hungover today from this weekend. Um, I'm recording this on a Monday, so it's not like I'm recording this on Thursday, the day it goes up, but I'm still hungover. Can you imagine? Um, but yeah, let me just... Okay. I went out on Friday and I went out on Saturday. 
And Friday, I was like perfect. Like the, I stayed at the perfect level. I was drinking so much water. At no point was I like drunk. You know, like I just had a good little like buzz going the whole night. And I did my, I didn't do a drink count. Well, I mean, I guess mentally I did. Like I know I only had like three drinks. I was doing my little trick, you know, of prioritizing water, setting the intention before of like, okay, like I don't want to drink. I don't want to be like drunk tonight. Like I just want to have a good time and chill and whatever. And it was like perfect. Like it was literally perfect. But then Saturday, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do know what happened, but I just got a little, it was like, what the fuck? It was very much like, everyone it was like a lot of people I hadn't seen in a while a lot of like run into someone run into someone oh let's take a shot let's take a shot let's take a shot and then I just I was definitely prioritizing water but I just like was I don't know like I just kept being like yeah okay but also not to shift blame because I do need to take responsibility for my own actions but so many people were being so peer pressury and I bring that up because number one ew I feel like I haven't really like experienced that in a long time or like that I can remember recently. Um, And number two, it's like, you look dumb. Like, I know you're older than me. (laughs) So your hangover is going to be worse than mine. And you want me to drink more? Like, like there was a couple instances. Like the first time a girl was like, oh my Like, me and my friend had, like, just taken a shot. This dude immediately poured us another one and gave it to us. We just sat it down because we're like, bro, like, I don't need this shot right now. Like, thank you, but, like, I don't need it right now. And the girl next to us, you need to take that shot. That's why you guys are just sitting there because you're not taking your shots. And we're like, bitch, shut up. Like, and then another time, like, these bros next to us were like, oh, like, they're babysitting, like, blah, blah, blah. It's like you don't know my like level like that just pisses me off so much because I just would never like do that or like like do people not think and also it's like when you drink water or when you ask for water like certain people will like get bothered by that like they're like oh you're not even fucked up like like what why are you trying to chill it's like you shouldn't only drink water when you're like past the point of no return like you need to be drinking water throughout the whole time and I'm so glad I was like even though I did definitely get more lit than I wanted, I'm feeling like still gross and just like tired. I was very good about water. So now I just need to remember that peer pressure exists and people are gonna be fucking annoying. And even just like, I don't need to take a shot. I just hate, I hate getting like more drunk than I wanted to, you know? Um, and I just hate being hungover and I just, ew, it's just the worst. So. I don't know, it's like, let me know. Um, I don't, okay, so it's interesting because then, you know, Bella Hadid had this article come out recently. Well, I know she was in Vogue recently, so I don't know if this is from that interview, but she basically has been sober for six months. And I was reading kind of just like a summary of that article. This is from Women's Health Magazine, but I think it was for Elle or maybe for, no, it was for InStyle. Um, so first of all, she said she, you know, she has her little like beverage line and it's like, what is it? Adaptogens. It's a lot of like the, the mushrooms, you know, and I've worked with brands before, like with the mushrooms and whatnot. Um, like 
I don't know what's in these, but you know, like lion's mane and like, it's like, oh, I don't, it like helps your adrenal glands, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> but first she said, and I mean, I don't know, maybe she didn't fully quit caffeine, but she did say she started drinking that instead of like a coffee in the morning. So we're on the same page there. And then she talks about how she now drinks that instead of alcohol and just how she would get so much anxiety after alcohol and it would just get to the point where she was so uncomfortable going out like she needed a drink you know like with social anxiety and how um yeah it got harder for me to go out without having one drink to calm my nerves which made me not want to go out at all um social anxiety you know getting worse as she got more into her 20s and She's just felt a lot of benefits from being sober. So, and for me, it was really the anxiety that was like true because like, I don't know. I feel like I, I honestly feel like I don't really drink that much. Like I'm not someone to drink casually at home. Like, but I don't know. Like sometimes I'm like, well, why even drink? Like. And especially just getting, like, that fucked up. I just don't like doing that. Like, I definitely... And I feel like it's been over the past year or two that I really feel that, like, anxiety the next day. Um, And I definitely feel like... Are my hangovers getting worse, you know, as I get older? Like, yes. Um, So that just, like, sucks. So... I don't know. Like, part of me, like, love... Like, I... Oh, like, part of me loves just, like, you know... I want to say being a Leo, but it's, I mean, I say that like, LOL, but you know, sometimes it's fun to go to the club and like drink with your friends and whatever, but like not when it gets like not fun. (laughs) Like how I felt on Friday was a perfect, I wish I, I, my goal is to do that every time. Um, So let me know, is it, do you sometimes like drink too much? And then it's like, okay, how much is like a problem and how much is just like, oh, we're like young Like, I don't know, because I don't have, like, like, sometimes I'll see sober talk videos um, on my TikTok, like, T-O-K, and people talking about being sober and whatnot, and, like, what their experience was before they decided to be sober and stuff, and a lot of the times I just, I don't really relate to that, but sometimes it's, like, okay, well, I got more drunk than I wanted to this day, and, like, I don't know, um... So, and then reading this article, I'm like, bitch, is alcohol the next thing I cut out? Me reading this as I'm, like, hungover, like, you know, you're right. I will quit. But, like, yeah, I just know I feel so much better without caffeine. So, maybe we do a no alcohol. Um, And alcohol just is, like, so bad for you. But at the same time, it's, like, sometimes it is a good time. Like, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's fun to just, you know, have an aesthetic drink somewhere. Um, and sometimes it's fun to like, go to the club, I hate to say. Um, also on that note, so I guess let me know, but I just thought it was really cool that she opened up about this and I had already kind of heard or read some of the article. I think it was this article. It might have been the Vogue one. Not sure. Um, but just talking about her anxiety and how she started going to therapy and all these things. And I just, I was like, bitch, I knew there was a reason I like love this bitch. Like, I, yeah. Um, Also, has anyone tried her beverage? It was kind of weird because they were like, oh, I looked at the website for her beverage and it was something like, oh, like CBD felt like a cop out. I'm like, how 
why? Like CBD helps me so much with anxiety. Like uh, the specific one I use is the Garden of Life Stress CBD Drops. Best. Like, oh my God, I just ordered more today. And I also got magnesium powder. Um, But yeah, so let me know your anxiety tips. But good mood drops. Here we go. Um, so let me know, have you ever like, like, are you sober? Have you ever just like stopped drinking? I know a lot of people did dry January. I didn't, but I just also didn't really go out a lot that month at all. So I, I, I didn't really completely do it, but like, I don't think I ever like went out, out, but not that that's the same thing. <laughs> it's not, not going out, out January. It's a dry January. Um, but maybe that'd be like a fun challenge. I don't know. So let me know. I should have done dry January. What the fuck? That's like, now it's like going to be nice. So I'm like, damn, Sunday fun. But so I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, but yeah, love that. Also, just on the topic of going out. <laughs> it, it's just so funny to like see people. Like, you know, when you follow people on IG or like you follow each other, but like you don't, you're like, you're not friends, but then you see them out and it's just like so funny. Or like my favorite when you see a bro you know that follows you and he doesn't speak to you, but then like likes your pics later that night or like the next day. (laughs) Bro, you could have said something like. (laughs) So funny. And just like also, I think because. I don't know, it had just been a while since I was in this specific club environment, but like it just makes me realize like how. Like, just, like, fake it is, you know? Like, not, like, oh, my God, it's so fake, but just, like, it's, like, okay, this isn't, like, my real life in the sense of, like, I'm going to, like, go back to my routine during the week and, like, you know, make my TikToks in the house and, like, record my podcast and make my tea and be in bed at nine and, like, this is just not, like, real it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I think I saw a TikTok once too. Like maybe this will make it seem a little more me calling it not real. Like make it seem a little more specific. But like someone on TikTok said something like, "Oh, like you know, everyone at the bar is just fake. Like they're not real people. Not like oh my god, so fake, but just like not like a real person. And I'm never gonna see them again. So like it's just like an alternate like reality kind of like weird thing. <laughs> Low key. Like I'm gonna see you." on IG and in a club and that's it. Like you are not part of my like life, <laughs> you know? I don't know. I wish I had like a better story time for you, but that was just kind of something I was thinking about. Okay, so one of the main topics I wanted to talk about today that was actually requested on IG is the sunk cost fallacy. And specifically, I think someone had... I did like a what's the tea on IG where you guys like submit your teas and like what's going on in your life and like things like that. And someone was like, oh, like I have to go on this non-refundable trip with my ex. I'm really not looking forward to it. And 
I, I think I posted it and I said something like, yeah, I see this on TikTok all the time. Because I do. Like, like when you have to go on this non-refundable trip with your ex. And it's like, you both look miserable. Like, why? <laughs> and I said, I would just take the L of losing the money. Like, ew. I don't want to go on a trip with my ex. Like, what the fuck? Unless you guys are just like, you know, maybe you're, you break up and get back together every week. So it's like, oh, we're broken up right now. But even that's like, that's not even like a healthy relation to begin with um so someone replied and was like oh like can you talk about the sunk cost fallacy and like just more about this so i was looking it up because i've definitely heard about this before maybe you have as well um but it was just like low-key so relatable so it's basically defined as our tendency to follow through on an endeavor if we've already invested time effort or money whether or not the current costs outweigh the current benefits um, so we basically go against evidence that shows that this is no longer the best decision and it's irrational. Yeah, it's irrational. And it's very like based on emotion. Um, I was looking at the decisionlab.com. I will link the whole article down below. Um, the sunk cost fallacy is associated with the commitment bias where we continue to support our past decisions despite new evidence suggesting that it isn't the best course of action. And it's also due to loss aversion, which describes the fact that the impact of losses feels much worse to us than the impact of gains. We're more likely to avoid losses than to seek out gains, and we may feel that our past investment will be lost if we don't follow through on the decision. Um, one of the reasons not following through on a decision leads to a feeling of loss is because the overall endeavor gets framed together instead of in stages. So like they use, I think the example of concert tickets and like, let's say the, the day of the concert, like you don't feel good. It's like raining outside. It's like a $1,000 Uber to get there, but you're like, Oh, I have to go. Cause I already bought the tickets. Like I spent money on the tickets. So instead of just looking at it, like, I plan to do this, but the current circumstances are not going to make it worth it because I'm going to have to spend so much money, you know, because it's raining for this Uber and I already don't feel good. So I'm probably going to get sick, like more sick, etc. So therefore, I'm not going to go. It's like, oh, like we just kind of skip that and think of like, oh, well, I spent money and now I'm not going. So it's a waste of money. This really reminded me of my trip to New York that I had to cancel Thank God I was not a victim of this sunk cost fallacy, but I definitely felt bad about it. I'm like, what a waste. Like I was able to get my trip refunded, you know, just in flight credits that I still have to use, by the way. Um, But like my share of the Airbnb is like lost. But it's like if I had gone, I would have gotten more sick. That was the, remember y'all, that was the weekend that like everyone in New York was getting COVID like, so it's like low-key a blessing that I didn't go. Um, but I definitely like felt bad about it. Like, damn, I spent all this money and like was so excited about this. I put so much like energy into this and you know, effort um and time and planning and whatnot. And so it feels like a waste. But it's like, you know, shit comes up, life happens, and sometimes we need to change plans based on the current circumstances. Um also it's irrational to use irrevocable costs as a rationale. So basically, me just like getting comfortable. So it's like if you already spent the money, like that's not going to change. It's like, so you're either going to, you know, make the situation worse having already spent the money by, you know, doing it even though it's no longer the best decision or 
not do it and it's like you know either way the money has already been spent so you might as well do what's best for you right now um so then they talked about how to avoid it we can try to ensure that we are focusing on current and future costs and benefits instead of past commitments we should focus on concrete actions instead of the feeling of wastefulness or guilt that accompanies dropping an earlier commitment as studies have shown that when we are deterred from making decisions based on our emotions the effects of sunk cost fallacy are reduced. However, it is difficult for us to ignore our emotions as they are powerful influences on our decisions. Instead, we can turn to technology to help us make decisions. Inf information technology says, what is this about? Information technology systems, what's that worth asking you, Alexa? <laughs> um, but they make rational choices and are not impacted by the chain of decisions that came before. So with all this being said, if you have a non-refundable trip with your ex, don't go. <laughs> Take the quote-unquote loss. Because why put yourself through something that's not going to be a good time? I mean, who knows? Maybe you'll have a good time. You'll get back together. Oh my God, this was what we needed. <laughs> Probably not. I think another example I've heard before is like if you buy a drink and the drink isn't good, it's like, oh, well, I already bought the drink, so I should drink it. Um, but then it's like, well, you already spent the money. Like, that's not going to change. So if you don't like it, like, why would you force yourself to drink it? But then I think they were talking about, like, an alcoholic drink on the topic of alcohol. And people were like, well, if the point is to drink, then why would I waste money if my purpose of it was to drink it? Like, then what? I'm just going to throw it away. But I think it kind of, like, just depends on the situation. Or, like, if I'm starving and I get food and it's not the best. Like, bro, that happened to me yesterday. Oh, my God, I was so mad. I usually have pretty good luck with, like, trying new restaurants. But this was, like, this little breakfast place. It seemed so cute. They had, like, some trendy coffees. Like, it wasn't just, like, drip coffee, Americano, this, that. Like, they had, like, cute. And they had, like, vanilla bean syrup and vanilla syrup. Like, I was like, oh, I trust this place. So I literally just got like a basic breakfast, like hash browns, eggs, and then they also had lunch stuff. So I got a sandwich for later because it was like, you know when Uber Eats does, um, like if you get, if you buy over $30, you'll get like 50% off or something. So that's what I was doing. Literally got 50% off. Um, it was disgusting. Like how do you fuck up hash browns? But everything just had this taste like, like it was either like frozen before and, like, I just, it tasted so gross. Like, I just imagined someone cooking it in, like, this really dirty, disgusting kitchen. And, like, they were, like, sweaty while they were cooking. <laughs> like, I swear it was so gross. And the coffee, the coffee wasn't terrible, but it, like, didn't have enough ice. So it was just, like, everything was so bad. The sandwich was, like, soggy. And, like, just everything had this weird taste to it. Like, it was so weird. I'm not a very, like picky person I feel like I know some people like certain textures really bother them I'm just not I mean to an extent sure but like I wouldn't like describe myself as being like that so for something to be that gross like it was disgusting but okay this relates because the thing is I was so hungry and didn't have really like any other food and I was so like tired from all my fucking antics before that I like forced myself to eat some of it because I'm like, I'm not going to waste this food if I'm hungry, you know? So even though I'm not enjoying it, it would be a waste to just throw it away if I don't like it. 
just because I always spent money on it. But it's like I spent money to fill myself up. So, like, thoughts would that, you know, be this? <laughs> would that be under the category of sunk cost fallacy? I don't know. Or, like, I'm trying to think of another thing. Like, if you bought something from Amazon and it wasn't, like, perf. I don't know. I think, like, the trip or, like, you know, concert tickets or, like, some kind of, like, something like that. A trip with your ex. That's all, like, concrete examples. Uh, But let me know if you've ever fallen victim to this. If this has ever affected you. Um, And now we know, you know, so you... Even if we do feel bad the next time we have to cancel something or cancel our non-refundable trip and lose money, um, we can at least acknowledge, like, okay, I'm feeling guilty and bad, like I'm wasting right now, but, you know, we have to look at the order of events, not just it as a whole. Like, yeah, we had these plans, but we have to, what's going to best support our future selves and, like, our current selves, you know? So that's that. Um, I hope that was fulfilling to the girl that requested that I talk about that, but I definitely thought this was interesting. I need a new book, y'all, because I have these two books on hold, um, Slow Days, Fast Company, and My Grandmother's Hands, um, and they're both, like, taking forever to be available at the local library, so... I guess I will let y'all know when. And I think I put, maybe that was on Goodreads. But yeah, it feels so weird to not be reading a book this week. Or like, I guess last week I finished one. But yeah, let me know what you guys are reading. And as always, follow me on Goodreads. Um, But now we have a really exciting topic. Now we have a really exciting topic um, that was actually submitted to me when I was doing another Q&A on IG. And that is, basically she asked, like, what to do about guy best friends who are emotionally attached and touchy with you, but say that they don't like you or don't want a relationship with you. So, okay, I just want to preface this by saying, like, I really feel like men a lot of the times are not good friends. Like, (laughs) maybe you have a guy best friend or, like, a guy friend that's, like, amazing but I definitely feel like any most guys I've known that I'd be like oh yeah he's my friend like they just always had some kind of ulterior motive they wanted to get with me like or even just like how they treat other women like like you just find out like oh yeah he was like psychotic to me or like whatever and it's like oh wow I thought I was friends with this person but he doesn't even like respect women I don't know. It can be a very, like, slippery slope. And it's not like I say that necessarily with, like, resentment or, like, oh, yeah, like. But it's just kind of something I've noticed and something I know a lot of women really do. <laughs> so. Or it's, like, they, if, if they don't want to get with you, they're using you for, like, emotional support. And it's, like, not going both ways. And it's just, like, it's really hard to be friends with, like, straight men, to be honest. Like, we can be cool, see ya, but not like, yeah, that's like my bestie, like, okay. I mean, if you have that and it's working for you, great. I feel like I just, every time I thought I had that, it ended up not being that. I'm pretty sure, like, every time. Or it's like, you know, you someone's like your acquaintance. 
you know, it's like, okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, let me go to the screenshot because I was asking her some questions just so we could be really thorough in this. <laughs> and yeah, if you guys ever want me to give you advice on anything, like I always say, bro, I'm not like a licensed professional. So don't come to me expecting like, oh my God, you have all the answers. Like not saying you thought that, but just like, you know, disclaimer, I can give you advice as a friend. Um, and sometimes it's just nice to hear advice from someone who's not necessarily emotionally invested in the situation, but like take everything I say with a grain of salt. Cause I'm not you, I'm not a profesh. I'm not like, yeah, I can give you my thoughts and kind of open up the topic for discussion. Cause I think that's also part of why I like, you know, ha- getting questions from you guys or like, you know, what would I do? Or like giving advice because it just opens up the topic for us all to discuss. So it's not like my advice is like, you got the best advice. It's like, bitch, uh, someone in the comments might have a completely different, better take or whatever. And I think that's what's so cool about like this podcast and just my platforms and in general, you know, is that it's like, I feel like we're like a squat. Anyway, <laughs> disclaimer. So he's, she said, yeah, the best guy friend who's just way too emotionally attached to be just friends, but won't date you because he's allegedly not attracted to you, kind of sus. And then I was like, do you like him or no? And she was like, it goes back and forth. We've just been such close friends for so long. And he said he would date me if he could, but there's just no attraction. But then he proceeds to hug me and just be really touchy. And I just feel annoyed because of how he's treated me. So it's kind of just like, I don't understand his angle. Like, what do you want from me? So I had a few thoughts about this um first of all let me know if you've ever been in a situation like this um either with a friend or even just i think you know most all of us can relate to feeling confused (laughs) from a guy or like getting mixed messages and i think something i've really learned heavily (laughs) over the past few years is that mixed signals are still a signal you know like same thing with like no response is still a response (laughs) Like, the fact that this person is making you feel confused and, like, is saying one thing, kind of acting another way, like, that in itself tells you a lot. You know, focusing on, like, how you feel in the situation. Like, okay, well, I feel confused. I feel like I don't know what's going on. I feel kind of, like, I don't know, led on or just, yeah, confused or unsure of what's going on. I just feel like I'm not getting a clear message from this person or I can't clearly communicate with this person I feel like they're not being real with me I can't have a real combo with them that in itself is like a lot of information about your relationship with this person and we you know we never once had to try to figure out what they were thinking or like oh well, what do they mean by that or whatever it's like and especially with men for everyone but I feel like especially with men you know they're going to show you like you just always have to put actions over words maybe i should have said you know like men love to talk (laughs) he's gonna definitely show you how he feels about you and it sounds like this guy is showing you that you know i don't know he's confused (laughs) well let's not even focus on how he feels he's just showing you that like i don't know maybe he can't be real or like you just 
aren't getting like a clear answer and you're feeling confused to that. So that's like the most important. Um, so I, I don't know. Like I think if this is someone you really value in your life, like I would have a, I would figure out my own boundaries. I think like, okay, if you're my friend, like I'm not really comfortable with you touching me like that or, you know, venting to me about maybe like other girls you're talking to because she did also mention something about that um and I think you know if I did have a crush on because I've definitely done that before where like I thought I was friends with someone but I kind of liked them and I think part of why I liked them was that I thought they were probably interested in me too and so I just I don't know I think especially when I was younger I was just so scared of like having those kind of conversations um but if this is someone that you care about and value in your life, you know, it's worth kind of sitting down and like telling them your boundaries and like what your concerns are, I guess, or like what you're uncomfortable with. And it's like if they're, they are actually your friend, you know, they're going to respect that and like either back off or shut the fuck up or stop like touching you so much or whatever. Get your hands off me, bro. So I think that's what I would do. And... I don't know. I think I would only do that, like, if, like, I guess it also depends on if you've tried to bring it up before. Like, could he actually sit down and have a real convo? Because if you've already tried and he's still giving you mixed messages and being weird and not, like, doing what, you know, doing things that you're uncomfortable with or, like, sending you those mixed signals, like, at that point, I would just, like, literally cut him off. But, you know, you say this is your friend and, like, someone you care about so I think it's worth like trying to have that combo but then you have to be willing to walk away or create distance and space from them if he's not going to respect that and listen perfect so that's <laughs> excuse the uh, murderous truck sounds uh, but that's what I would do so let me know your thoughts like has anyone else been in a situation like this how did you handle it if you could go back and handle it differently what would you do now um but yeah just definitely focusing Keeping it, like, about you and how you're feeling and, like, what you're comfortable with and not comfortable with, like, that's going to be the most powerful because we could sit around and talk all day about, like, what he's thinking or, like, oh, what he meant by that or, like, oh, well, he said this, but he's doing this, you know, and it's, like, we're never going to truly be able to figure out what someone else is thinking and, like, get inside their brain. But we do know how we are feeling. And if someone is making me feel, I don't know, insecure not that that necessarily pertains to this situation but if a guy is making you feel insecure or like or even a friend if anyone is like like after you hang out with them or maybe while you're with them like they're making you feel insecure I feel confused I feel just like something's off in myself like I'm feeling upset and I can't really put my finger on why like that's all really important information and going back to our intuition like I just feel like our intuition like tells us so much even when we don't necessarily have concrete evidence um but I just always know like that bro I really feel like first impressions not necessarily first impressions but like first vibes don't lie like okay maybe you met someone and like their shirt wasn't cute the first day you met them or they like were late or like something but you know, like the first, like, it's like, okay, first impressions, like maybe they're having an off day. But you know, the first, like, vibe you get around someone, like, 
because mm, I can just think of so many times where like I felt like mm, but then I was like well I'm being judgmental or like I should give them a chance first impressions aren't everything maybe they were having an off day but then you end up being right and maybe it's like months later but it's like that first feeling did not lie to you <laughs> we can tune into that I don't know how much this pertains to this story but um the more we can tune into that the more um you know we can pay attention to it and like listen to it and like not waste our time on people who are gonna make us not feel our best selves um so yeah and even if it's like you talk to him and he's like oh i'm so sorry like i would never want to make you feel like but then he keeps doing the same thing it's like or some people just aren't emotionally mature and it's like that's another that's more like information do i want to be friends with someone who i can't have a real combo with or like Who's going to keep doing something despite the fact that they know that it's hurting me or not making me feel good. So, period. So again, I would love to hear your thoughts about that. And also, when do you feel like it's worth talking to someone? And when do you feel like you should just block? Not that I'm saying this person should just block the guy. But, um, you know, especially when you're dating and especially like in first situations or like I don't know like if a friendship kind of starts to fade off it's like also that kind of knowing like is this worth bringing up like is this person going to hear me and like respect what I'm saying and listen to me or not like is bringing this up trying to have a real combo is express how I feel is it just going to be like brushed off or like "Mm, well you know no that's not correct that you're feeling that you know so just kind of knowing that as well um Because I think, you know, at least for me, like, when I... It's been interesting because I definitely had, you know, my journey of learning to communicate. (laughs) And then, especially in dating, you know, because I've been single. So then it's like, I would... Not that I would, like, really overdo it. But it's like, sometimes I feel like I would have the urge to, like explain myself not explain myself but like share how I was feeling or like something when it's like that person I didn't really like it's like they didn't deserve it or they had just done something really fucked up or it's like they just wouldn't listen so then it's also knowing when you don't need to say anything it's like this person is not worthy of like like I just know they're not going to hear me it's going to be a waste of time so it's just kind of like knowing both and I think I just kind of had to learn like okay just because I don't say anything that doesn't mean I'm reverting to my old ways of like I don't know being anxious avoidant and like not saying not speaking up for myself like sometimes it's just like the best thing is to just let them go and like we just don't have to speak (laughs) so again not saying for this situation that's what the girl should do but just in general that's like something that I have also kind of realized so let me know your realizations and your I guess like intentions for this new cycle you know it's spring thank fucking god like thank fuck I just I really hope the rest of this year is just like good smooth sailing chill may the rest of this year feel like how we do on an ovulation week <laughs> but like actually I think that's why I had so much fun this weekend because I was like on my good week y'all are are our cycles synced let me know below um yeah honestly that's all i have to talk about y'all i wish i had like another topic (laughs) but i guess that's kind of it so let me know your thoughts on anything and let me know what you want me to discuss 
next week because I love hearing your guys' suggestions or like if you need advice on something. I'm sure someone out there relates to it, so I'd love to discuss it on here. Um, And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to share on your story and I will talk to you next week. Bye, everyone.